Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 30, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. everybody here we are again hi jay how are you hello yes i'm very well how are you this week i'm good thank you well last time um we looked at self um worth didn't we and self-belief and not feeling good enough and we kind of touched on belief systems so i thought it might be a good idea to actually do a session on belief systems today what yes, do you think because i very nearly went off topic last time you know we very nearly did yeah <laughs> But that's okay. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. So, yes. So, what do belief systems mean to you, Sarah? <laughs> Use your one back at you. <laughs> Give me time to think for a sec. Well, well, to me, we've got beliefs and we've got fixed false beliefs. So, okay. um, yeah, that make up our belief system. And fixed false beliefs are beliefs that, that aren't actually really true but are often learned beliefs, if that makes sense. And then we've got other beliefs that kind of... I'm not very good at making, this, making the differentiation between the two. Um, but then we've, we've got beliefs. So um, I believe that I'm a good healer, for example. Um, so, um, and I believe that I'm a good mother. So those are, are beliefs and a good friend so those are positive beliefs that have come about because of actions that i've taken and and the, the way i've moved forward um i've had fixed false beliefs that i'm not good enough in the past i've had fixed false beliefs um with lots of different things okay so <laughs> uh, but those are kind of learned behaviors that have perhaps come down through the family lines or through school so for example um me like you um well, I wasn't told that I wasn't any good at painting I just got 10% in one arts <laughs> exam which put me off completely for many years so I had this fixed false belief that I couldn't paint that I wasn't any good at at drawing and painting and actually I have my own style of painting and um and and I am good enough for you know for the style of painting that I do and yes. and have you so so that was a fixed false belief that I wasn't a good artist or couldn't um what's the word I want be creative through painting mediums yeah okay so I think the first thing uh, that might help listeners so your definition of fixed false beliefs is what many people will understand to be what are called limiting beliefs or self-limiting beliefs. Right, just a yeah. different terminology. It's not terminology same, same thing. The way I view it is we have our beliefs and I categorize it into two types of belief. Those that are serving us and those that aren't or, are, or are no yeah. longer or are no longer serving us. Yeah. So. Yes. Um Limiting beliefs or beliefs that we might. So, for example, a very common limiting belief is around money can be around money and uh, it can be all sorts of things like you know, money's hard to get. Um, you have to work hard for money. 
And when you grow up in an environment where there wasn't a huge amount of money, I mean, our, you know, mum and dad, uh, particularly when we were children, didn't have huge amounts of money. There were four children. Only dad was working. Mum was at home looking after us. Um, you know, I remember the majority of my clothes were secondhand until I bought my own, apart from shoes and underwear, but until I bought my own from CNA with my first wage packet when I went to do my apprenticeship at 16. So I was brought up, we were brought up, and one of the beliefs I had originally was that money, you had to work hard for money because dad was always working hard, um, you know, and it was it was just all that stuff. But the point is that that's not true because if you then look at some of our friends or some of my friends where the families, you know, I'm not going to mention names because that's not fair, but where the families were off skiing every Christmas and um, you know every winter they went for a two-week skiing holiday and they did this and they did that and they did that. Money wasn't an issue, but the, their parents, their dad, didn't seem to be working any harder than dad did, and yet they had lots of money and they were off skiing. And yet, you know, if we got a holiday in a caravan once a year, that was a treat. That wasn't, you know. Yeah. So there were those beliefs that I grew up with that didn't that certainly no longer serve me but I'm, I'm not there now I don't believe that at all but up until a point I kept uh, if you if I look back at some of my career choices and the jobs that I had uh, when I was employed and then the amount of pressure I put under myself to work hard to earn money yes I was earning good money but I was working my butt off to do it yeah I've been in the same place and and probably because of the same similar experience as children having grown up in the same family but but yeah I at one point I had two jobs because I felt that I you know I needed to work hard because I wanted to do various things and buy a house and all that sort of thing so so I ended up doing two jobs yeah so rather than so rather than get stuck in the oh that's a limiting belief yeah okay it's limiting you so therefore it's a limiting belief or it's a fixed belief that you have that is false so fixed false belief but actually for me I, th I find it easier working with clients just to say okay that's a belief you hold or have held up to now you're holding it now is it still serving you or is it serving you mm. and is it is it something that's going to help you move towards where you want to go or is it something that's preventing you from moving towards where you want to go because if it's no longer serving you so if it's not helping you to move where you want to go then it's not serving you anymore it doesn't really matter what it is or where it's come from even yeah it's just if it's not serving you then let's get rid of it let's deal with it and i think that's the you know people and again i've had conversations like this with 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 many people over the years but people can get quite hung up on oh that's a limiting belief that's holding you back that's yes it is but it's not about giving it, um, what am I trying to say? There are common limiting beliefs that people regard as limiting beliefs, but any belief can be limiting. And just because it limits one person doesn't mean it limits somebody else. Yeah, so for true. me, it's more about working with beliefs with somebody. Is it serving you? Yes, it is. Great. Let's keep encouraging it and, you know, keep that moving forwards. Is it serving you and helping you move forwards? No, it's not. Then let's deal with it. Yeah. And and certainly for me, you know, with the energy work that I do, I tend to look at fixed false beliefs. Mm -hmm. 
um, and clear the energy of them because as, as the energy is cleared of them, that shifts them out of the the energy system because then they're not serving the person. So so again, it's you know looking at whether it's serving the person or not, and and if it's a fixed false belief, then it's it's not serving them. Um, but it but it is important to look at what beliefs serve you and what beliefs don't. Yeah, what are limiting you and stopping you from moving forward properly? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and yeah working at the energetic level absolutely uh and as you know i do too the the thing can be that because and again this goes back to stuff we've talked about about being in your heart and being in the now rather than being in your head but we can as in our human form over analyze things and try and understand everything and you know i mean it's certainly something i used to do more than i do now i still there are still times I catch myself and actually, do I really need to know? Does it really matter? Um, but the energy of it might be cleared, but that doesn't mean that the results of the problem are going to clear as quickly because the energies need to settle down. There is still internal dialogue that we are going through with ourselves about how that's held us back. And so there will be, a period of time that we need to work on letting go of the thoughts about it, not just yeah. the energy behind it or the energy underneath it or the energy of it. Mm. Does that make sense? So, yes. so, you know, just because you, the energy is cleared doesn't mean it's gone from your life. Just because you've worked on it doesn't mean it's immediately gone. It can do. Yeah. But, but sometimes it takes a bit of but work. Doesn't sometimes it, it takes a bit of work. Yeah. As it's, as the energy of it is shifting and changing and settling out, it, it can then bring other stuff up to the surface that's relating to it that perhaps mm-hmm. um, hasn't cleared or is being brought to your attention so that you understand the, the complete change that, that needs to be put in place to actually shift that belief and that, or that limiting belief that fixed false belief so that you change your whole perspective and it it comes back to perspective doesn't it as well you know your perspective on something if you've got a limiting or or fixed false belief will be very different to when that has been cleared it will shift your perspective of things because that's not coloring the perspective anymore yeah so going back to money for example if you've grown up with money being hard you you go and put money on a lottery ticket and you go and win multiple million pounds would you then still have that belief that money's hard to come by when all you did was buy a lottery ticket and you just got all this money you know well you might have in which case you you then have this belief within you that you don't deserve money and so you just blow it you blow it all blow it yeah so so it's not necessarily that something that an experience like that would stop that no but, but what comes up as you've just said is you then believe that you don't deserve it. Now, money's hard to come by. I don't deserve it are two different beliefs. Can be two different beliefs. Yes, but you can then have money coming in from something that, and and you've never got any money because you feel you don't deserve it, which is your other limiting belief. So therefore you spend it or, you know. So it can trigger trigger other things, things, bring up up other things. That's the the point you made. And I was just amplifying Embellishing. The message, embellishing the embellish, embellishing, embellishing the message of it, just to to you know to make it make a point that that 
as things change in our life, our beliefs can change. But what can happen is our one limiting belief, one one uh, fixed false belief can be replaced by another one that becomes the most um, limiting for us in that moment. So it's not necessarily, you know, if you have different beliefs around money, it doesn't mean that clearing one belief around money is suddenly going to change your life and money is going to be abundant and you're going to be uh, necessarily be happy and joyful. Um, it can take time because there may be many beliefs that have formed around the concept of how you feel about money. Yeah. For I mean, and this could be anything about how you feel about love, how you feel about affection, how you feel about a job, how you feel about a career. You know, the, the, it can happen in any area of our life. So yeah. I think the important thing is, what do you believe about anything? If something's not going right in your life, or should I say, if something's not going as you would expect in your life or as you want in your life, then what are your beliefs around that thing? That thing or that you're going what, for? What is, what is that situation creating in the way of beliefs as well? Because, yeah. you know, yeah. it's down to our experiences, isn't it, often, that creates the beliefs in the first place. So our beliefs around money, which for both of us have changed a huge amount, but our beliefs around money and about having to work hard came from what we experienced as children and what we saw going on with our parents and and um and probably our grandparents as well actually because mm -hmm. they weren't particularly affluent and granddad worked really hard didn't he mm -hmm. and um and 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 so we formed beliefs from what we've experienced and seen as we've gone on our healing journey we've recognized that those beliefs aren't actually true and and that they don't serve us and so we've done some work internal work to actually clear those beliefs and change that for us but it's like success as well isn't it you know one people have beliefs about what's what success is and my beliefs around success are very different to a lot of people's you know a lot of people see people as successful if they've got lots of money they're in a highfalutin job they've got a posh house and, and a big car whereas I see success as being happy happy with everything in your life and having abundance in your life and that doesn't mean having excesses of something but having everything that you need in your life for life to flow for you to be happy for you to be in your heart yeah look at people like gandhi you know yeah. was, was you know compared to say someone like steve jobs when he set apple up or, or before he died or elon musk now who's on paper the richest man on the planet financially you know with his companies and everything which one's which one's success you know is someone that um is say addicted to alcohol and then gets off the addiction to alcohol goes sober and continues to be sober for them that six might be success that's huge success you know for them, so it absolutely like you say depends on the experiences we have and and what we actually want to achieve in life you know some people want to be, you know, some, some people look at people like J.K. Rowling and the Harry Potter books and say, I want to be a successful author like that and have right stories that are going to be turned into films and make, you know, and they want to be that famous person. And other people are quite happy being volunteers in charities and helping people that are struggling in it could be other countries or in even like homeless in this country or I don't know whatever it might be 
we all have that power to choose what we want as success, what we see as success and be that person. Yeah. And what we believe as well. You know, our beliefs, um, our beliefs, as, as I said, come from from experiences and we can and, and our beliefs can change according to new experiences as well. So we can believe something and then have a new experience, which makes us question that belief. Yeah, it's a story. Yeah. A belief is a story. It's it's a story that we tell ourselves and we accept it to be true. We we believe it to be true. Whether it is or not. But you know, for us in that moment it is true because that's what we it believe. It's true in that moment, isn't it? Yeah. But we if you know, the fact that the same thing, one person believes it, another person disbelieves it, then by very nature of that, is it actually true? In yeah. terms of is it in terms of universal truth, then no, it's not because, you know, if 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 for it to be true in a universal sense, then everybody would have to believe exactly the same thing, and they don't, and we don't. No. So, you know, just understanding that that a belief is just a story, and just like reading a story, if we want to change the ending, we rewrite the ending. We can do that. I do it every day with clients. Yeah. You know. Yeah, me too. But it, but it's, it's recognizing that in ourselves, isn't it? It's recognizing the um, the beliefs that we have that aren't serving us. Yes. And knowing that we can change that, that yeah. if we are not stuck with that belief, we can change it. And and by changing it, it it allows us to be our greater self. It allows us to move a step forward to to self actualizing and reaching our full potential. And that's really what we're here to do is to to um, be the best person that we can possibly be. And to, to do that, we need to be willing to go inward and look at the beliefs that we've got, the limiting beliefs or, or fixed false beliefs, as I call them, that we've got um, so that we can let go of them and really move forward. Yeah. And sometimes that's not easy. You know, like we were talking about last time in the last session, these things are can be for, um, built up from experiences that we've had from childhood where we've ended up with repeated experiences that have given us very you know that have reinforced the belief that was given to us in childhood because um you know we we start looking for uh, validation that our beliefs are true so funnily enough we see the things that prove our truth uh, our truth in in our own mind and that's only because the reticular activator system kicks in and we start to see the things we're focused on. So if you focus on the fact that you're not good enough, that money is hard to come by, then you will start to see that you're not good enough, that, that things that reflect that you're not good enough or prove that money is hard to come by rather than seeing the things that show the person that's just manifested a new house or a new car or a new whatever, because money isn't hard for them to come by. So it is a, it's things that we have stacked on. So think of it like an onion, but in reverse. So we're, we're adding layers to an onion through our life. So when we're coming to the, you know, when we want to actually get rid of that belief, sometimes it is a case of peeling back layers and going layer deep, layer deep, layer deep. Sometimes we can go yeah. straight into the middle. Yeah. I mean, I've certainly, always. energetically, I've yeah. certainly found it where I've cleared um, a fixed false belief for someone and then 
maybe a few weeks or maybe months later they've come back for another treatment and I thought I'm sure I cleared that before but actually it's just at a deeper level in the energy that needs clearing and the way that I see it us is like magnets so if we've got that um fixed false belief that money is difficult to come by we're putting the energy of that out so the universe reads it and goes oh it's money's difficult to come by okay we'll make sure that it's difficult for to come by for you but you clear the energy of that you're not putting that out anymore and so you're not attracting it in the same way because you've recognized that actually that's not true and and you don't need that that limiting belief there anymore that fixed false belief um and and clearing it and clearing the energy of it and recognizing that it's not true then changes the energy of everything and therefore changes what you're attracting in yeah absolutely okay so let's look at some it might be worth just sort of suggesting some things that people can do for themselves if they want to change their belief systems i think the first thing is actually recognizing that is there that it is there um, and acknowledging that it's journaling prepared. Yeah, journaling for sure. And going inward, taking the time to go inward and connect with yourself and and listen to yourself. You know, what what is it that that is stopping me from, from moving forward? What beliefs have I got that aren't serving me anymore that I need to let go of? Yeah. Definitely. You know, if if you if you want to go abroad on holiday and you have a fear of travelling because of flying because you, you believe that you know i'm going to go on a plane and it's going to crash then okay maybe that heads into phobia slightly but um but the point is if that's what you believe then you're not then then it's not serving you if you want to go on a holiday in in that yeah. instance so that you know just look at what it is you want to do what is it you're wanting to do and then what's stopping you from doing it and if it is oh well i can't afford to okay so let's Let's look around those, you know, so what what do you mean by I can't afford to? What are your beliefs around money about what you can afford? What money do you have? What money do you spend it on? You know, where where are your beliefs going with that? So journaling is so powerful because you do connect. The, you know, the more you write and the more you keep at it, the, the, the more you connect with your intuition and your inner self to actually get to the root of it. You could do it as a chart, couldn't you, with recognising that you've got, for example, uh, limiting beliefs around money and have that in a bubble in the middle of your chart and then whiz off around it. What What is it yeah. that's led me to having this belief so that you can understand where it's coming from so that you can make the changes? So that, so that for some people, that might be easier and quicker to do than, than sitting and journaling everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you can do visual okay. stuff. You can do, I mean, even if you talk it through with talking it through with someone. Yeah. You know, even if you're, um, even if you're just having a conversation with someone who's open to having this type of conversation where you just talk it through and, okay, I'm struggling with this going on holiday. I've got issues about money, but I don't really know how to understand what it is. So sometimes yeah. doing like verbal journaling, if you like. Verbal journaling, yeah. And I've certainly done that a lot. And, and it's something that's just popped into me was was back when the children were very small and I was a practice nurse and my contract was coming up to the end of, uh, uh, to the end. And um, I fancied being a nurse advisor. And I remember saying to a friend of mine, oh, I really, I'd really like to do that. That would be really interesting, being out on the road, going to different places, talking to different people. 
but I can't do that. How can I manage that with two kids and on my own and la la la? And she, she, I remember her saying, but why can't you do it? And we, we talked around everything so that I could look at. And then it gave me the courage to actually apply for the job, which I got. So, yeah. it, you know, that, that can be very useful. It just talking it through with someone yeah. um, to, to gain understanding of why you're feeling like that and where that's actually coming from and, and what you can put in place to make it happen as well. It's not just about recognizing what the belief is. It's it's okay. What do I need to change? What can I put in place that will actually help me to um, to to manifest what it is that I want to achieve? Yeah, just be do. just be careful who you choose to have that conversation with, because yes. if it's someone that says, "Oh, you can't do that," then that's not going to help you. <laughs> no, <laughs> for example, someone that, someone that recognizes. That um, you are good enough, going yeah. back to last time, that you are good enough, that you do have the skills that, that you know, you're stopping yourself. And that's what this comes back to. It's you stopping yourself from yeah. actually moving forward because you've held on to these beliefs that that have come from experiences that you've had. And so therefore they've been made valid because of the experiences you, that you've had. But actually... Um, that they're stopping you from moving forward and you're stopping yourself from moving forward because you've held on to these when you no longer need to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So another thing that people can do is affirmations. Oh yes, definitely. Positive affirmations. That is something that can help. So, you know, creating a positive statement that you choose that, you know, that you want to believe that you, you are, well, I had one that I used and I've given it to clients who've had poverty consciousness. So where they've really struggled with, with money. So a good example I can give you is um, all my bills are paid easily with money left over in savings. Yeah. And and I've used that one myself when I was really struggling years ago. And you say it with conviction, you might not believe it to start with, but the more that you do it, and, and I used to always say it in blocks of three, and I would say it out loud as well and try and say it with conviction. So I'm saying to the universe, all my bills are paid easily with money left over in savings. So I always then, and I, and I saw a shift and I saw a change in things, but I also would say, uh, recognize that I needed to use gratitude as well. So every time I was able to pay a bill, I'd be like, thank you universe, I've got the money to pay that, that's great. Thank you universe, I'm able to pay for all my shopping this week. Thank you universe, I've paid my rent. Um, so that the combination of af affirmations and gratitude works really well together. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, on all of my invoices, all of my invoices, I have thank you paid written on every single one. Yeah. There you go. Um, that's to the universe. Thank you paid. Not because yeah. it doesn't go back to the person I've had to pay it. But anyway, it does energetically, but I mean, yeah. Anyway, now that another one, uh, which is tied to affirmations, but slightly different, is affirmations. Yeah, I've come across affirmations, but can you explain them? Because I don't really understand them. And I'm sure I'm not the only person that fully understands affirmations because they okay. are different to affirmations, aren't they? They are different from affirmations. So an affirmation is a statement that you don't necessarily believe, but you want to believe. So you're by repeating it. The idea behind it is that by repeating it multiple times and putting the energy into it, that you will then manifest it and start to believe it to be true. An affirmation is where you turn it into a question. So you might not necessarily. So um, all my bills are paid and 
with money left over in savings, if you're not in that situation, then there is a level in the conscious mind or even the unconscious mind that you don't believe it. So you're saying it, but it's not actually true. So therefore, oh, well, it's not actually true. By turning it into a question, so for example, why are all my bills paid and I still have money left in savings? I mean, maybe it's not a brilliant example because I haven't thought about it, it's off the top of my head, but what happens is you're engaging your unconscious mind. So you're then saying, how is that true? Why is that true? Which means that your unconscious mind then starts looking for ways to make it true. So by asking yourself questions, you know, um, you know, I believe I'm a good coach. Why am I a good coach? What makes me a good coach? Then you start looking for the things that in that that reinforce that belief. So, well, I'm a good coach because that person I helped yesterday has quadrupled her business in the last six months we've been working together. That person that I um, spoke to this morning in a conversation has done X, Y, and Z because people are coming back to me. I've had clients now for over over two years and I've got people coming back to me. I've got, you know, you, you, you answer the question because there's a whole load of stuff that comes up from it. So mm -hmm. turning things into a question rather than just using affirmations. And for some people, I mean, I use both. I do use affirmations. I tend to use more affirmations than I do affirmations. Um, but, you know, try it. The bottom line is, if you're not sure, give it a go. Um, mm. Just just try Definitely. it. Yeah. That sounds like quite a few different things that people can do to help themselves to actually recognise where they're limiting beliefs are and where they're stopping themselves from actually moving forward doesn't it yeah absolutely so I think anything else you want to add no just just remember that what we believe to be true today doesn't mean that it has to be true tomorrow yeah i think that's a really important thing to remember and what we believed 10 years ago doesn't mean it's still what we need to be believing now you yeah. know our beliefs will change as our experiences change as we grow as we move forward and that's okay and and it's you know our, our belief systems and our truth changes as we change and um, and that goes along with being on a healing journey and being willing to go inward and look at what it is that needs needs to be changed to, to um, allow us to be our greatest selves and to reach our potential. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And of course, to make sure that we're doing what makes our hearts and souls sing as well. Yes, because we couldn't go an episode without mentioning that. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's so it's, important. It is. It is it so is. important. We just, you know, we have to be doing we definitely need to be doing what makes our heart and soul sing in every aspect of our life. And if it doesn't, then is it serving you? Yeah. Are you doing it because you believe you have to or you should? Or are you doing it because you really want to and it brings you joy? Interesting conversation today. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you too. So, I love it. On that note... I think we've uh, given listeners loads to think about, loads to do, loads to investigate for themselves. Um, so until next time, we'll let you mull all that through. So it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. <laughs>